Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us and starting your weekend with us. Here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from, we appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in uh, Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if uh, Brupolo was in Zama. It would be a little weird. Hmm. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. You can order that to be shipped right to your door, and you can have the same great coffee each and every morning that we're having here in Starville and Tupelo. Don't forget that when you support Strange Brew Coffee House, support the Bulldog Initiative. Strange Brew Coffee House. All I want for Christmas is brew. All right. And we've done Zama before, I think. That's the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I've I've been called out. I can't I can't deal with any criticism. <laughs> ah, College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for this holiday season for the Bulldog in your life. Put something from College Corner under the tree. Great sw- selection of shirts, hats, polos, everything you're looking for. And then, of course, they got great stuff for the car, for the house, for the tailgate, whatever it is, maroon and white. It's there at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Floyd by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starbucks flagship restaurant, the best in town, right there at the corner of Washington and Main Street. Be it lunch, dinner, or Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. Always great specials when you go in there for dinner. Great appetizers, and of course, my favorite dessert in town, the delicious stuffed pancake. When you want to have a special occasion or if you just want to enjoy a great meal out, make it at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. You can open an account today and have an account and a financial relationship that's going to benefit you for years to come. It's important to bank locally, just like it is to shop locally and eat locally. That's what builds a strong community. So find out more at PriorityOneBank.com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Three P's Day for Mississippi State and Southern Mississippi. Plus, at the end of the show, with the uh, the news that happened on Monday, uh, we totally forgot to do picks this week, Robbie. So we've got to go back and do that. So we'll we'll finish up the show with our SEC picks. But let's start here with Mississippi State and Southern Mississippi and I don't know that I've ever I can remember a football game in recent memory 
where my thoughts on the game in August and my thoughts on the game when it got to that time were more different than they are right now. Uh, back in August, I would have said, yeah, this will be a game state wins by four, by you know, 28 to 35 points. They'll, they'll win easily. And I don't have that same confidence as we sit here today, Rob. I don't blame you. I mean, there's nothing to give you that confidence. There, I mean, there's really been nothing in the past six weeks, even further, that you should feel great going into this ball game. I, I will say my opinion of this game changes a lot if Will Rogers plays, mm-hmm. which I still feel like is going to be the the case. I, I feel like this is the week he returns. Why don't we start there with Rodgers and Marks? What do we think? Yeah, so Rodgers haven't felt good about him playing since Western Michigan. This week is the first week I feel like he should be back on the field. Mm-hmm. So that's – to me, that's the biggest thing. If Mississippi State has Will Rogers back in the fold, they're able to run their offense a little more fluently. It didn't look great with Will Rogers in there, but it looked like a competent offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were putting up points against Alabama. They scored 40-something against Western Michigan. I know it was Western Michigan, but they were having no issues. In the last few weeks, they have had trouble just moving the football, not turning it over. Things like that. So, with Will Rogers in there, I think this offense does look much different, and I think they're going to be able to score pretty consistently against Southern Miss. So, you know, I I don't feel any concerns about the offense. I I mean, I guess I am concerned a little bit, but not as much with Will Rogers in there. Mm -hmm. And I also think there's a chance that Woody Marks plays. Okay, so you sort of reverse course on that. You you know, a few weeks ago we thought – Well, I'll explain why. Okay, go ahead. So – a couple of weeks ago, I was told Woody is healing pretty well, but there's a chance with the way that the season has been going, he could decide not to risk any more further injury, try to rest up, be 100% healthy for pro day and all that stuff, and he could just finish out the season on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I believe that he has kind of changed his opinion on that. That's the the – word I'm getting, and he could potentially play these last two ball games, finish strong with his teammates and all that. I feel like he is relatively healthy coming into this game. So I would be a little surprised if we didn't see Will Rogers in Woody Marks on Saturday getting tuned up for the Egg Bowl. Okay. I feel much better about Will playing than I do Woody. Okay. Well, there we go. We got new information. We're going to change our opinions here. Um, And the offense looks a lot different with those guys in there. A hundred percent. I mean, it looks like a college football offense when those guys play. When they don't, it doesn't. I mean, again, they've scored two touchdowns in the last four games. I mean, pretty pretty rough. rough. 26 points, is that what it is now? 26, yeah. Because you can't count the, uh, since, you can't count the touchdown since the bye week. Yeah. So, Southern Miss, that's sort of the opposite here. They've been playing well these last couple of weeks. They found something. They made a, a coaching change, not as drastic as Mississippi State, but they, they Will Hall surrendered play calling duties and has turned that that over to some of his assistants. And they found something there. You know, Frank Gore. I, th- I think 
uh, what uh, Luke Johnson told us the other day is in the first five or six games, he had 400 yards rushing, and in the last three games, he's had 600 yards rushing. Uh, he's playing at a really high level. He's over 1,000 yards for the season, nine touchdowns. And the addition of this quarterback, Ethan Crawford, sort of a dual-threat quarterback for the Golden Eagles, has given them another facet to their offense. Luke told us that he, you know, if this is if he plays in this game, you burn his red shirt. So there may be a decision to be made there. I say, Robbie, in this day and age of college football, you can't count on anybody being at your program for five years. I fully expect Crawford to play and, and, and to, to interact with him and Billy Wiles. And but Gore is the is the main focus. State has to go all out to stop Frank Gore. Yeah, no doubt. And they have another good running back too. Uh, Drake Clark, I covered him in high school. I mean, he's having a, a yeah. really solid year, too. So they have a couple of really good guys at running back. And I think another one, uh, Kenyon Clay, who I I heard about a lot when he was in high school at Union. He had a really good career at Union. You got, you know, three guys that I think can run the football fairly well. My question is, you know, how – good is that going to look against an SEC defense? And the state's defense has not been great this year. Not really even been good. But it's still a wide margin of talent between these two teams. And I think Frank Gore is a guy that could play for a lot of Power 5 teams. He's had a good season and what's been a, a pretty bad year for them. But this is just – I, I get that people are concerned – based on the past, but this is Mississippi State and Southern Miss have grown so far apart from a talent perspective. If State struggles in this ball game, then it's we already knew it was bad, but it's even worse than we thought. I mean, this is a not a good Southern Miss team. And this is, you know, Mississippi State, this is an SEC team versus a Sunbelt team. State should win this ball game. Um, but you know, it just – my biggest concern coming in this game is the mindset of the players. You've had three that have decided to transfer so far. They were all um, bench players. None of them really played that much. But I wonder about the mindset and the psyche of the locker room. If it's a locker room that has decided, hey, let's go out strong, let's finish strong these next two games and go win these ball games for us, then I think State can win this game – um, going away. If it's a group that's just kind of going through the motions, Southern Miss can win this game. Mm-hmm. Southern Miss is going to be playing like this game is their Super Bowl. Their fans are going to be really excited for it. There's a lot of players on this team that either played at Mississippi State or they were overlooked by Mississippi State They, in their eyes. They're going to want to win this game more than any other game on the schedule. So I can promise you Southern's going to play really hard in this game. I just wonder – is it going to be enough to just simply play hard? That's definitely how I'm looking at it. You know, it, we're going to watch the first two drives of this game, and we're going to know how this game is going to go. If State comes yeah. out, especially if Rodgers and Marks are playing, if they come out and they're crisp and they get the ball in the end zone and it's 14 nothing in the first quarter, okay, you can sit back and relax. It's going to be all right. But if we go to the end of the first quarter and it's like 10-7 to 7 and, and Southern is, is, is standing up, it's going to be a long day for Mississippi State. I don't have any any doubt about that in my mind, and I just I do worry about this team's mentality. They just lost their head coach. They the the, the rest of the coaching staff has to have an idea that you know they're at the very least you know possibly going to lose their job. And there are some guys in there who just know, hey, I got two more games here, and then I'm I'm on to the next. 
So a lot to, to, to take in for Mississippi State uh, as far as, as, you know, it feels like we've talked about mentality more this football season than I ever have before. It, it just feels like I, I'm not talking so much about X's and O's, and I'm not talking so much about Jimmy's and Joe's. I'm talking about how this team is, is thinking and how they're feeling. And when you're talking about stuff like that, you can't possibly be talking about a winning football team. No. The, and mentality is a big part of, of the game. Yeah. I mean, talent takes you a long way. Mentality is putting that talent into action. There's a lot of great players, a lot of, you know, athletically gifted players that we've seen over the years that have just been absolute duds. There's been a lot of guys that nobody would have thought would be any good that have been NFL superstars. So mentality, hard work, all that stuff, that's important. If State comes in this ballgame and, like I said, they're just, you know, let's just finish out the year and I'm going to transfer, then they're screwed in this game. (laughs) And this would be a monumentally bad loss for Mississippi State to lose to Southern Miss at this stage in college athletics. Back in the 80s, they would be completely different, but to lose to Southern Miss now, that would be – it would be like State losing to Troy in 2001, something similar. It would be really bad. So – that they have to come out in this game with that mentality of we're going to, we are not going to be part of a team that loses to Southern Miss. Yeah. We've got to come out in this ball game and just assert our will and make them quit. And they're talented enough to do that, but can they is the question. Let's ask the uh, sort of the, the question you may not want to answer. If there is no Rodgers and there is no Marks in this game, what happens? Ugh. I think it's gonna be a dog fight. You could have just stopped. You just stopped with Ugh. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a dog fight, and that's not something you want. I've seen a lot of situations where state's been in a dog fight with teams like this. That's not where you want to be. That's nobody's gonna be having fun at that point. <laughs> Except for Southern Miss. Yeah. No, no, no question about it. So this is gonna be like I said, I we're going to know really early in this game, I think, how it's going to go. Because if State gets out early and it's obvious that they're playing well, their talent will just take them to a relatively easy victory. But if, if they're not, Southern Miss is more than capable of coming in and punching Mississippi State in the mouth. I agree with what Richard Cross said on on on, on a Sports Talk where he said State needs to throw a haymaker early. Just come yeah. off the ropes, punch them right in the mouth, and get them wobbling and, and, and just sort of go from there. Because if you let them hang around, that's how upsets happen. Is you let the underdog hang around, you let them stay in the game, and then you look up in the fourth quarter and you're only down three, and it becomes we can do this. So, got to get them. I'm really interested to know what the attendance is going to be like. It can't be good, can it? Because I don't think even well, U.S. fans are are so interested that they want to drive up here. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of torn on that. I mean, I thought. You know, had had this move not been made with Arnett this week, I think it would have been like twenty thousand people there. Mm-hmm. But I I wonder like if the fan base has like a new like renewed sense of optimism and kind of excited about the future, the possibilities that they have. Yeah, and you've only you know, had sometimes one home game in in a month, month and a half almost too. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's possible, but I mean, 40, I think it'll 000? be a, a you know average to 40, below 000? average crowd. Yeah, 
something okay. like that. I don't think it'll be terrible, but I don't think it'll be great. I do agree with you that if, if Arnett were still the head coach, you might have 20,000. Like yeah, people would be, be totally checked Sort of like last thing. year's game with, uh, who was that, East Tennessee State. Different mm-hmm. circumstances, but yeah, that, that's I, I agree with you 100%. Let's do our playmakers, and then we'll go to the break. Uh, what, do you, what do you think offensively in this game? Who's your playmaker? It's got to be Rodgers or Marks, then, if you think they're going to play. It's Rodgers. Yeah, no doubt. I think that um, Rodgers is the difference in this game, having the ability to be a blowout mm-hmm. and a, a good win for State or being a, a just terrible ball game for, for the Bulldogs offensively. I think if there's one thing that we learned from this entire season is that Will Rogers was absolutely the best quarterback on the roster and the best option. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really have another option this year. So I think that's been that's been evident since really the Arkansas game. So uh, the he to me he is the obvious pick for for playmaker on the offensive side of the ball for me. The way I put it on uh, on the live show was that he's going to be the offensive player of the game one way or the other. Either he plays and it makes a huge difference or he doesn't play and it makes a huge difference. So just, just let's just go with that. Even if he doesn't play, you could say he's the offensive player of the game because his absence was what you know defined what you did offensively in this game. So yeah, Rodgers is a very easy choice. What about defensively? Who, who are you going to go with there? I feel like we kind of do this about every week, but like one of the two, but I think probably Buki Watson. I said him last week, he had a good game. Buki or Jet? I mean, to me, the the biggest thing to stop for Southern Miss is the running game, mm-hmm. and particularly Frank Gore. And if you're able to kind of snuff that out, they're going to have a really difficult time scoring points. Mm-hmm. So – you know, those two have been pretty good at stopping the run over the years. They're top two in the league again this year in tackles. I'm going to go with Buki. I think he's the better playmaker out of the two, so he's got the ability to have more sacks, more tackles for loss, yeah, things like that. So I'm I'm going with him, I think, for the second straight week. I'm going with him as well. You know, nominated for the Connerly Trophy. He's the MSU nominee there. Leads the SEC in sacks, second in tackles behind Jet Johnson. And you, you said we said it, you know, they have to stop Frank Gore. That's, that's going to fall on those two linebackers. I expect both those guys to be in double digits uh, for tackles in this game. Uh, I, I that's just what I expect from both of them there. And uh, Buki getting a sack, another sack would be very big for uh, for Mississippi State in this game. So they they, they get, when they do pass, when USM does pass, they need to, they need to be able to pressure him. Buki Watson is a guy who can do that. Who's your X factor? Uh, let's go to Xavier Thomas again. All right. And we're we're running out of guys that are just dynamic. There's only like five guys. There's only like five guys on this team you can feel good about saying anything about. I mean, I mean he Justin Robinson. The, I mean, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I mean, he had the opening kickoff the other day, and it was the only highlight from the game for Mississippi State. So yeah, let's go with him, I guess. So I'm gonna go with Tulu because this is my thought process, you know. After the week after Arkansas fired Dan Enos, they 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 were good offensively against Florida. They scored thirty three points. They they looked good. Now they haven't looked. They didn't look good the next week. But regardless, maybe you know you and I both think that Arnett was a little heavy handed with the offense. That the, even though he said, 
hey, I'm not going to do this. That's not the case. He was very much involved in what was going offensively. I think that anyway. Maybe now that those shackles are off, I'm not saying that Barbe is going to come out this week and put up 600 yards of offense and 50 points, and then we're all going to say maybe we should keep him. But I am going to say that maybe he finds a little bit more of that offensive uh, performance that Mississippi State had against South Carolina, where they were able, especially if Rodgers is back, where they were able to throw the ball down the field, get the ball into two loose hands. He, he needs to touch the ball 10 times. 10 times, not counting kickoffs. 10 times. If, they, if he can do that, I think he can provide you a spark and get you over the line. The good thing about this stuff is, like, no one has anything to lose. Yeah. So why not just come out and go for broke on the offensive side of the ball? On defense, why don't you just blitz your butt off? Yeah. Like, what do you have to lose at this point? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right, let's move into our prediction and our SEC picks. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Don't forget, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com, and go to the Mississippi Beef Council's page and vote for your favorite steakhouse and burger joint here in the great state of Mississippi. Get your favorite places the recognition they deserve with an award from the Mississippi Beef Council. I've cast my vote. I hope you will cast yours as well. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. I, I I feel a trip to Two Brothers in the very near future for me. Like I can I just went yesterday. With my wife. Hmm. You were out of town. I... Don't blame me. I'm just saying. Just saying. Trail. Trail. Is it? You weren't here. I know. I wasn't. Did you go for lunch or dinner? I went for lunch. What time did I leave? Late, late lunch. It was two thirty. Okay, yeah, I was, I was gone. Yeah, it was after the basketball. That's game. when I was riling up those Liberty fans yesterday. I uh, had the, I had the best prime rib French dip that I've had there. It was excellent. Very good. I don't know what they've done to it, but battle wow. must have been cooking. He saw you out there. He's like, I'll pull extra on there for him. If he did, then and he didn't come talk to me, I'm going to be very angry. Well, you're talking to your wife there, and he's like, "I don't want to, you know, interrupt a, a tender moment." No, I had the entire time I'm having a conversation with Denver McQuarrie. So, oh, well, then never and, mind. And never mind. Also had, also had some some good talks about our idea that we were uh, uh, the we've been burrito, talking the about TNL barbecue burrito. Yeah, we yeah. we just when I talked to Barton about it, he said yeah. he he's he heard that we were discussing it, and yeah. yeah. We just need to get some thoughts on it. All right. Well, we, then we need to go eat there so we can have thoughts on it. We do. I All mean, right. if you tell me that we're going to go eat at Two Brothers, I'm not going to say, eh. Well, next week is going to be tough, but the week after that, for sure. Busy yeah, week. Why not? Busy week next week. Uh, I know, right? Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Bulldog Initiative Business. Don't forget. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you, but Advantage Business Systems has been doing it for 49 years. That's That's proof. That's proof, guys, that they take care of their customers. When you need technology for your business, give them a call. And then if you need service, give, come, give them a call back. No 1-800 number, no call centers, no out-of-state technicians, just Mississippi people helping you out. A lot of times they're going to be able to solve your problems the same day because they're in Mississippi. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. 
The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, it's just the best around, guys. Polos and quarter zips, great name brands, great styles, and the customer service you come to expect from one of the South's top men's clothing stores. If you're looking for something for dad this holiday season and you don't want to buy him a polo that has a logo the size of a planet on there and it's four different colors, one of which is maroon, but the other three aren't, Maybe time to go check out what the, the, they're offering you at The Rogue. Shop at The Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. We'll do our prediction last. Let's jump into our SEC picks. Obviously, there's a lot of garbage on the schedule this week. We'll just sort of zoom through this, Robbie. Alabama over Chattanooga. Ole Miss over Monroe. A&M. Uh, I don't even know who A&M's interim is. Uh, but they'll take down Abilene Christian. Auburn against New Mexico State. I'm just going to say that New Mexico State is 8-3 and three on the season. I'm not saying that Auburn's not going to win. We're both going to pick Auburn. But that game could be a little interesting. Could be just a touch it. Touch it. Yeah. So they don't, they don't really score a ton of points. Neither does Auburn. Yeah, but Auburn should be able to score on should. them. And Auburn's should. defense is solid. Just saying. I'm just saying. I just want to give you an idea. Put a little, little note in your head there. I'm not saying either one. We're both picking Auburn. Uh, Arkansas, Man, Florida. Almost six game winning streak, too. That's true. Auburn, Florida International. Any, I'm sorry, Arkansas, Arkansas, Florida International. Any, uh, e. E. Any, any thoughts? I'm gonna go with the I mean, I picked Arkansas to win. I'm not going but, back to all uh, my, my, my June predictions at this point. Goodness gracious. All right, so we'll go there and then, uh, LSU over Georgia State. So let's look at the games that make a difference. Georgia at Tennessee. Before the season started, we thought this would be the the de facto SEC East Championship game. It is not. Tennessee got absolutely hammered last weekend by Missouri, a decision that gave me a two-game advantage in this competition. I'll go first, and I'll just tell you that I'm picking the Georgia Bulldogs to win this game pretty easily, I think. Yeah, I had them covering this, too. I, mm. I don't have faith in Tennessee after last week. Right. That was – that was kind of a debacle. I I don't know really what happened in that, but I, I will not put my trust in the volunteers again this year. Nor should you. All right, so we'll both take uh, Georgia. Florida at Missouri. Missouri is good. They're like actually a good team. Um, Florida is not. Uh, although I will, I will say this. Graham Mertz has been a lot better this year than I thought he was going to be. He's been pretty good, but Florida is just not a good football team. Uh, who are you going to pick here? I'll let you go first. I'm going to go Mizzou, but I think there's a chance they have a little bit of a hangover game. Possibly. But that, I, I kind of thought that against Tennessee, too, and they didn't. So I am I think Mizzou wins this. All right. And uh, that, that puts Florida on track to go 5-7. and 5-7, seven. and seven, yeah. A year uh, after they went 6-7. and seven. Yes. I will also take Missouri to win this game. Missouri ten and two in the Cotton Bowl or Peach Bowl. That's that's a hell of a season for Missouri. They're getting the nod over Ole Miss in New Year Six for sure. Because I mean, if they don't lose again, yeah, they are going to do that for sure. Uh, and then the game that made this is really the only one where I think we might differ, but I don't think we are. Kentucky is at South Carolina. What's interesting about this series, I believe South Carolina has has kind of dominated it. In uh, in recent years, I think that let me let me double check that. But go to our friend Winsipedia here. How often do you look at Winsipedia? Um, 
probably once or twice a year. All right, so Kentucky is is on has won uh, five of the last five of the last six. It looks like. Did they did, didn't they win last year with a backup quarterback? Yes. Yes. Will Levis was out. Levis was out, and Chris Rodriguez was out. I believe. I could be wrong. Ugh. So yeah. And then South Carolina ended up beating Clemson and Tennessee for some Correct. odd reason. Correct. That has saved Shane Beamer a year. Yeah. Those two games saved him from being fired this year. Yes. Yes. I think I think that he will get an extra year exactly because of what you're saying there. So let me let me double check that. Now they lost to South Carolina last year, but that was because okay. they, they had their backup quarterback and they didn't have Chris Rodriguez in that game. Gotcha. They beat him in twenty-one. Didn't play the. <clears throat> oh, sorry. They beat him in twenty. Beat them in. Uh, lost to him in nineteen, and then in eight from eighteen to fourteen, they won every game. So I think they. If I'm looking at this right, they've won seven of the last nine. I'm going Kentucky. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Okay, I'm gonna try to make up a game this week. I'm going South Carolina. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. That's the, that, that's what happens at the end of the season. You got to pick teams like South Carolina and Vanderbilt to win games. Oh, really? Ah, oh, okay, Robbie. This is yeah this, because it's gonna be tough next week. Next week, if you're three games down, I'll just go ahead and tell you. Well, here's the deal about next week. I think there are several games that we could differ on. It could get kind of crazy, possibly. And you you can't be you can't be. Uh, figuring it out where I pick first and you pick second on games that are tough where well, you got to be fair. Oh yeah, 100%. Well in fact next but, next week next week uh I will I I will pick first every game. How about that? That way you can hear my pick and if you want to go against me you can, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. I'll pick first every game next week. I'll say this. I actually do think South Carolina wins this game. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think. like I don't like Kentucky. Kentucky I don't. It, it, being on the road, Kentucky is not yeah. a good road team. So that, we'll see. And I, I, I think they're fraud. I don't, I don't think they're any good. Like I mean, I, I think they're good. I just saying, don't think they're. But South Carolina is awful. I just don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll see. Last last week they showed a little signs of life. It's Vanderbilt, come on now. Sign I know, life. but but still. All right. Hey, that's my line. Uh and now the game we knew we would normally predict. Prediction time for Mississippi State versus Southern Mississippi. What do you think? I think State wins this game, and I think they cover. I okay. I just I have a feeling could be wrong, could be gas. I don't know. But I just have a feeling that Will Rogers is going to come out. Will Rogers is going to be playing, possibly Woody Marks. I think the offense is going to be spirited. I think they're going to play loose. And I think they win this game 38 to 13. I got a bad feeling. I think State's going to win, but I think it's going to be a, a rock fight like we were talking about. Ugh. I just, I just, I just don't have a lot of confidence in this team right now, but I think talent wise, they're just a little bit, they're enough, they're better enough that they'll win. So 24 14 is my final score. Mississippi State gets the win over Southern Miss. Yay. I know. All right. When we meet again, ladies and gentlemen, it'll be time to get your minds right. Regardless of what we think about that game, our minds will be right when we enter it one way or the other. So 
Start preparing for yourself for that. It's Egg Bowl week next week. And in case you missed it, on Monday, I'm scheduled to talk with Coach Dan Mullen. We are just going to be talking about uh, the Egg Bowl. In case you're, you're like, is he going to add? No, I'm not. Uh, because I, I'll be honest with you. Dan Mullen doesn't take that interview with me if he's considering the Mississippi State job. Let's just be honest. Ask him, you coward. We'll talk about the Egg Bowl, though. There'll be some great memories there. We've got some great uh, – I've already got a couple of interviews lined up for Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm trying to get a couple more for this podcast as well. Hopefully we'll have a good time next week. Leading in, At least we have some great memories to leave, leave to go over uh, when we, uh, we talk about Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. Guys, have a great uh, weekend. And, Robbie, I'll be back with you very, very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.